Malanaji here for Poly.TV and we're coming to you from the Fight Stars Boxing Gym in Los Angeles, formerly known as the Blue Moon Boxing Gym. Right now it's the Fight Stars Boxing Gym. Hopefully this name will stick around a little longer than Blue Moon did, right? <laughs> um, today's discussion, you know, I wanna discuss uh, why certain fights happen in boxing, why certain fights don't happen. You know, we, I think we've all got our curiosities. We've all we all have our opinions on the politics of the sport and it very much, a lot of the times can be frustrating, you know? I think in this day and age, um, Personally, me, I, I blame a lot of the uh, belts. The, you know, we, there's always a, uh, a complaint about boxing, there's too many belts, oh, all these belts. But now it's getting to the point where there really are too many belts that are considered quote unquote elite. I mean, at one point we always had a lot of belts, right? But I think everybody realized that there was, you know, at first there was three major sanctioning bodies, at least when I was a kid, Now, then there became four major sanctioning bodies. Now each sanctioning body is starting to make like hybrid world titles. And these TV networks are starting to just accept those. While in the past, no, none of the TV networks accepted any of these extraterrestrial hybrid belts, right? Sometimes the TV networks when I was coming up the ladder didn't even wanna mention the major sanctioning body world titles. They would just call it a championship fight. I can remember that as well. Uh, so, you know, it, it has gone through different phases, but the over influx of belts in boxing has not gone away. It's actually become more problematic, shall we call it? And I think, that also is one of the reasons why fights don't happen because each guy gets a belt, then each guy wants to protect that belt because I'll be honest with you, uh, I know how professional boxing contracts work, I've had them. They always had stipulations for higher payment, bigger rewards if you won a major world title from certain sanctioning bodies. Major world title, like a real world championship at the time when I was fighting in my professional boxing career. Your minimum amount of money per fight would go up. You 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 were guaranteed a certain amount of money each defense, uh, minimum. Obviously, it could be more depending on the opponent. But nonetheless, uh, there, were re there were rewarding factors for keeping that world championship uh, because you couldn't fight for less than a certain amount of money. And I think the over-influx of belts started to probably make certain guys realize, hey man, you know, if I keep this belt for a long enough time, I'm gonna be consistently making this kind of bank where if I lose the title, suddenly my minimum drops. And I'll be honest with you, man, certain promoters are real scumbags and when you lose that world title, they literally drop you all the way to the bottom. And sometimes, uh, uh, if, if sometimes you don't have a say in, 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 in coming back and trying to get back on the win column. So guys don't wanna really risk that and so they end up starting to try to protect their, their possession of that world championship. In this generation, a generation that's now, a generation that I'm not fighting in anymore, I'm noticing the influx of secondary world championships by these primary sanctioning bodies. There was a time where the IBF, the WBC, WBA, and WBO had their world championships and they were recognized as championship title belts and they were on your contract and they were recognized by the fans and they were recognized by the networks and if you held one of the world championships of these sanctioning bodies, you were a world champion. Granted, this made things complicated in terms of making unifications and whatnot for the reasons I just explained. But now you're making secondary belts of the same sanctioning body belt. And what's happening? I've complained about this before. Um, I'll complain about it again. You've got the super title with the WBA and the regular title, the world title. They call it the world title and super title. But you never see those two guys fighting each other. Where at one time there would have been a demand for the number one and two guy 
or, or a top guy is fighting each other and they would have wanted to fight because, well, at least the guy with no belt would have wanted to fight. But now it's in, in the everybody gets a belt generation. Everybody just says, hey, you know what? I don't have to fight him. I can just parade myself on the network that I fight for as a world champion. And the network that I fight for will call me a world champion. Case in point, Showtime calling Javante Davis a three-division world champion, even though he has never won a world title at 135 and he has never won a world title at 140 pounds. He has been a world champion at 130 pounds. He's a very good fighter. This does not take away from the fact that he is a very good fighter, but he is not and ever has and never has been a world champion in multiple weight classes. We saw this in when Canelo was at middleweight, WBC. Jamal Chawla was the mandatory. What did they do? They just elevated Canelo to a franchise champion and gave Jamal Chawla the world title. Jamal Chawla was really never the primary WBC world champion until Canelo finally vacated his franchise title at 160 and said, I'm never going back to 160 pounds. And it was only at that point that we recognized Chawla as the main, the, the full WBC world champion. But why did they do that? They did that so the, and the, so the two fighters never have to fight. Because if you never let Charlo become a champion and, and you never elevate Canelo to this franchise status, the demand for Canelo versus Charlo was gonna remain. And by the rule, which, you know, some of these rules get enforced and sometimes they don't, that, which is why I don't even know if they're called rules anymore, if we can legitimately call them rules. Your mandatory had to fight the champion. You know, that when Charlo was the mandatory for a while. Instead of forcing that fight, they just gave them both a belt and said, hey guys, have fun, defend them on your personal networks that you guys fight for. At the time, Canelo was fighting on different networks, on a different network, uh, and, Jamal, and, and Jamal was fighting on a separate network, and both would go into their fights as, and be announced as a WBC middleweight champion. Two WBC middleweight champions in the same weight class. Asinine. WBA did the same thing. Uh, we, we've said that before. But at least with WBA, I think fighters recognize that the super champion is the primary champion. But nonetheless, you've still got these regular world champions in WBA. They're happy. They say, you know what? I don't have to fight the super champion. I'm the world champion. I'm going to go on my network and I'm going to be considered a world champion. Like I said, Javante Davis, they do this with Javante Davis. They, and they sell it to us as a, as a world championship fight. WBC did this in a lightweight division as well. Vasil Lomachenko wanted to become the undisputed lightweight champion. He asked WBC for an exemption so that he didn't have to take on the Devin Haney fight. Not because he was avoiding Devin Haney, but because he wanted to fight Tofimo Lopez and become the undisputed lightweight champion. His goal since turning pro was always to become an undisputed world champion. In fighting Tofimo Lopez, he had a chance to become the undisputed lightweight world champion. So he asked WBC for an exemption. Say, I'll fight Haney later. Just let me win the undisputed world title. WBC gave him this exemption. They said, fine, we want to see you go for the undisputed title. WB, the WBC, by allowing this exemption to go for the undisputed title, it means they themselves are were recognizing Lomachenko as the legitimate WBC world champion. If they were not recognizing Lomachenko as the legitimate WBC world champion, they would not have said, go ahead and go for your undisputed title because they would have known that it wouldn't be the undisputed title unless he has the real version of the WBC title. You have to have the real version of all the world titles in your own weight class to be the undisputed champion. So. They elevated Lomachenko, like in the Canelo and Charlo situation, to a franchise champion, allowed Devin Haney to the number one contender to fight for the world title. He wins that world title, and now you have two WBC world champions in the same weight class. But if you're following the line, and, and don't get me wrong, it's not an easy fight to follow, it's not an easy path to follow, you knew the WBC world title, the real world title, was still with Lomachenko. Haney would have had to go get that version in order to become the full champion. But once again, just like I've said before, you've got guys that were parading themselves as world champions in the same, in the same sanctioning body, in the same weight class, they just go on their own networks and they get announced as champions because they're rival networks and each network wants to say they have the champion. And so they can just lie to the fans. It's up to the fans to be educated. It's hard for casuals to join in, but it's also 
getting dumber that boxing fans actually argue about this. You guys watch the fights every week. You get every month. You guys talk about this every week. How are you getting confused? I can understand a casual getting confused, but how are you guys that moronic that you guys get confused? You guys know this. What I'm explaining to you guys, you guys know. You guys follow this the whole time. How is it that I'm talking to certain boxing fans and they don't understand what I'm talking? There's probably guys looking at this video saying, no, 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 no. yes, yes. Yes, what I'm saying is right, yes. What I'm saying is exactly, I'm giving you the road to how these things worked. And the problem is that these situations prevent the fights from happening. Because what happened? Lomachenko unified against Lopez. Lopez took the belt. Lopez had the IBF title. So he ended up taking Lomachenko's belt and becoming the undisputed world champion. Haney was still left with the secondary WBC belt. Now you've got another problem of why fights don't happen. Because guys are with different networks. So, Tofimo Lopez was at top rank, he's an ESPN fighter. Devin Haney, WBC champion, secondary champion, whatever you want to call him, he was in the zone, he's gonna stay there. It's hard to make the fight, there's probably not enough money in the fight because both guys are young, they haven't reached that superstar level, but they're both considered to be future, they're both considered phenoms and possible future stars. So what happens? Each network doesn't want to give the other one up to the other network. So what happens? Both guys start fighting. Tofimo starts fighting as the undisputed world champion, meaning everybody knows he's got all the belts. And Devin Haney, again, a good fighter. This is not just like with Javante Davis, a good fighter, but didn't have the real version of the WBC title. The Zone goes out and plays pretend and announces Devin Haney as the WBC world champion every time he fights. You're playing pretend because the WBC world title was with the, with the rest of the belts, hence why it became the undisputed title. It cannot be the undisputed title unless you have all four full versions of the belts. It was, and it was with Tofimo Lopez who then lost it to Cambosos. Uh, uh, so, what happens now? Cambosos is the undisputed lightweight world champion, undisputed, and they're talking about Haney fighting him. This is not a unification, guys. This is nothing. I actually recently saw Josh Taylor mention that uh, Lopez hadn't been world champion and Cambosos uh, hadn't been undisputed champion because Haney's a champion. No, no. You, so that means Josh Taylor also wasn't following the, the dotted line because if that's the case, then Jen, Josh Taylor has to say he's not the undisputed champion either because Jamonta Davis has a version of the WBA title, his weight class, when he beat Mario Barrios, right? So, so you can start making these little stipulations in any which way you want to. I think the fans have to be smart enough not to get fooled by this and not to play the not to play their partisan role in trying to just you know pick their side that their their favorite fighter and say oh he's a champion even though deep inside you know he's not the champion when he's not the champion you know who the champion is and you have to recognize the champion as the champion therefore forget the secondary belts if you don't stop recognizing the secondary belts is going to happen you're going to start at least having a chance to enforce these guys fighting each other because one guy won't have a belt one guy will have a belt oh we want to see this guy fighting fight for the belt instead if everybody has a belt like oh we don't have to fight they got to negotiate because they both have a belt. You know, I know what happens. The fight never happens. All the fight f f happens years down the line. The more belts you're making, the more belts you're, you're recognizing, the more of a chance there is for these fights not to happen. Not to happen, okay? These are all great fighters. I'm, everybody I mentioned is a terrific fighter. I'm not, I don't want to... I don't want to, anybody to misinterpret this argument, this debate, as something of me knocking certain fighters. They're all very good fighters. That doesn't mean they're all champions, or they've all been champions or whatnot, or they're all, or they're all champions the way they're being recognized as champions. Some are, some aren't. But the ones that aren't, I want to see them fight the champions. I want to I wanna see those fights. If everybody feels like they have a belt, it's going to make it that much more difficult to do that. So guys, get on board, man. Stop. You know who the champions are and who they aren't. Get on board, demand the fights to happen. This is one of the problems, politics and boxing, and why fights, certain fights happen and certain fights don't happen. Enforce them by demanding them. 
not by instead of instead of just defending your side being partisan to your side and calling your side a champion even if he's not a champion because that is a surefire way to make sure the fight never happens because each network is going to say hey man our guy has enough of a following that thinks he's a champion we don't have to make this uh make the fight against the real champion we can just play pretend over here and then look all these fans think he's a champion and they're going to follow it along no you can still be a fan of your fighter and and understand that he's not a champion, but you can still demand that he gets a title shot. You can say, oh, the real champion is ducking my guy. He deserves a shot. And you might be right. But that way, at least, you can start enforcing or pushing for these championship fights to happen.